0: Alright. Hello, the tide is high, and I'm open-armed. I'm gonna be your number one. (laughs) I'm Rob, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Rescue Bots
1: podcast. I'm Jen. I'm David, and we're on the high seas again this week, mates. That's right, we're once again on the high seas, and we, uh, we we're meeting an old friend from Generation 1. Yo-ho-ho. Ho. Yes? Yeah! Which surprised me. It surprised me that I realized who it was, but it did take me like five minutes.
0: So yeah, this is the 16th episode of Season 3 of Rescue Bots, uh, first aired April 11th, 2015. Uh, Written by the writer duo of Stephen Granat and Sidney Clark. Uh, Together they previously wrote uh, No Place Like Dome, uh, the episode (laughs) in which uh, the evil computer Vigil took over Griffin Rock and put it under the dome, much like in the Stephen King book, Under the Dome, or the TV show, Under the Dome. Based upon the Stephen
1: King book *Under the Dome*.
2: I thought maybe it was an episode about Chrome Dome. With, are we going to get more references to other Stephen King? Thi- or when are we going to get the Golden Years episode? I mean, I feel like we get a lot of references to Stephen King in this episode. We do.
0: I mean, thank you for being a friend. <laughs> oh wait, sorry. The Golden. Oh, sorry. The Golden Years. I think that Golden oh, Girls.
1: No, the, <laughs> the Golden Years, which I remembered the other day. I don't know why, and I was like. Wait, did that show ever have an ending? Pretty sure much had an arc and a plot, but then like, I don't remember entirely what the plot was, other than old people feel younger. Did a bunch of people die? I don't know.
0: But uh, I mean, Granite has—he also wrote the animated episode "Survival of the Fittest." Oh, uh, that's the one where they okay. go to the island and like uh, Prometheus Black is there.
2: Yes.
0: Uh, lately, he's written a bunch of stuff for Lego Friends. But he has, like, oh, really? an extensive TV writing history. Okay. Like, he was writing for sitcom. Like, he wrote for Laverne Shirley and Shirley, Happy Days, and Jody Loves Chachi.
2: Okay, that's, like, wow. That's a long time ago.
0: Uh, he also wrote for Life with Lucy, the uh, the last sitcom of Lucille Ball.
2: Hmm.
0: Huh. Oh, my God. And he was So the,
2: he's, like, a million years old, And what he was you're the saying.
0: executive story editor for another show that involved robots, Small Wonder.
2: Oh! <gasps> Hmm. Uh, that show was not good. No, it was that not. That show was good when I was eight, <laughs> and upon revisiting it a few years ago, it was not good.
0: Uh, he also wrote the totally bizarre live-action Mister Bill special.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Uh,
0: where he was played by the uh, the late uh, Peter mm Hmm. Uh, you may remember as the non Tom Hanks guy from Bosom Buddies. Yeah. Uh, he was also uh, t- TV budget Rick Moranis on that Honey, I Shrunk the Kids TV show.
2: <laughs> Those are fun. Like when uh, Rob Paulson had that whole career just playing Jim Carrey. That's
0: right, because they were uh, somehow in the 90s, three Saturday morning <laughs> cartoons based on Jim Carrey movies on TV Wait, at the same all. time
2: all right. had Rob Paulson.
1: I
0: think two-thirds of them had Rob Paulson. I think maybe he wasn't oh. on the Dumb and Dumber cartoon.
1: Oh, that's the one I forgot okay. about. I was trying to... I was like, wait a minute. There was Mask, and then there was Pet Detective. What the fuck was the other one? It was Dumb and Dumber that I don't think I ever saw.
0: Yeah, sadly, uh, Truman Show, the animated series, never really got off the ground.
1: <laughs> well, I was thinking maybe Twice Bitten. <laughs> or once Bitten. Or once Bitten. Well, that's from the 80s. Ever. Oh, yeah.
0: Anyway. So, uh, so we we open on the high seas. Uh, we are on uh, Heatwave, who of course turns into a boat.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we're we're out. Uh, it's it's Graham, it's Cody, and it's uh, Doc Green and Frankie Green. They're headed out for a drilling platform, which is long abandoned. They used to call it Old Faithful because of its uh, reliability, but it's fullness. Uh, it ran dry, but now somebody is trying to. Uh, Somebody has bought it up, and they intend to drill again deeper, which will either cause ecological uh, catastrophe or awaken the old
1: ones. What crazy millionaire bought it?
2: I was going to say, like, which previously appearing capitalist has chosen to purchase this. Yeah, it's, this pretty,
1: it's pretty much one yeah, of Yeah, I assume
0: this was going to involve uh, the pinches, yeah. but it does not. At least, if they do, they would cut out of the script siege because they're not in this episode. Yeah. And they aren't actively doing anything evil, because they are, you know, we are getting like a, an assessment here to see if this is, is actually going to work.
2: Yeah, I guess if we're actually, these people are actually following the rules, then yes, so it's probably not well, yes, any of the, our established evil capitalists.
1: But drilling right in the vicinity of Gryphon Rock sounds like that could go evil easily.
0: Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, before they can even get there, disaster strikes as they are sucked into a giant maelstrom, and they are way too far to be uh, to get any kind of uh, signal out there. Oh, and also, they know the drilling platform went drier than Danny's meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is determined to remind you that Danny cannot cook.
2: Yes. Just in case you had forgotten, because that's not going to be the only reference to her meatloaf. <laughs> yes, I really like the later one.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it uh, just as they are about to be sucked to their doom, out comes a giant robot, and the score. I don't think I'm crazy here. I think is definitely doing a takeoff on the Pacific Rim
2: theme. Oh, oh, maybe. Yes, it's been a while. Uh-huh.
0: The the well. And especially since the robot is kind of like, much like in Pacific Rim, it's kind, of, it's a huge robot. It's kind of like knee deep in water.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's mm-hmm. like Godzilla standing in water scale. It, it, it's frickin' Omega Supreme of the water. Yes, C,
2: it, Omega Supreme. It- <laughs> <laughs> Omega Supreme
0: boat mega Supreme <laughs> uh, but it is a cool looking robot and uh, although it is
1: unremarked on at the moment it does have a big Autobot symbol on it yes yeah, well they, they remark on it as like do you know this giant robot no but he has an Autobot symbol
2: that does somewhat detract from the uh, imminent peril yeah that uh, yes. that we Go to the credit steering because you're you're getting heat waves getting sucked down into the abyss. There's a big old boat, but it's got an Autobot symbol, so you know mm. it's going to be okay.
1: Plus, he's also red and white. Like if it had been a dark blue and purple, maybe you know, okay.
2: it's not like it's someone falling off a cliff. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's he's very much a heroic color scheme. Yeah. So he gets him out of this whirlpool. Then he turns
0: into a giant boat. And the top of the ship turns into a smaller boat, which then turns into a guy. Which is this,
1: still a bigger guy than Heatwave.
0: Yes, and uh, this is High Tide, and he is Michael Bell.
1: Yeah, which I like. Wait, I recognize that voice. Why do I recognize the voice? Oh, fuck, it's Duke!
0: Duke, uh, <laughs> Prowl. Uh, he was. So
2: many characters. He was one of the
0: Wonder Twins.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Um, I think he was. Jason. He was somebody on Voltron? Uh, yes. Oh, uh, so oh. We
2: don't speak of Voltron. Okay. In my home.
0: <laughs> uh, but he's. And he, yeah, he was. He was a uh, bombshell, brainstorm, first not aid. Not after.
2: Not after the Gal Gygar dub incident.
0: Uh, scrapper, sideswipe, swoop.
2: He swoop. So many characters. And uh, still sounding quite also, he was... Yeah, he still sounds the same. A, just, a, uh, Yeah, this is, same like, probably first. one of the oldest characters he's played as far as, like, not literal age, but... Because, presumably, I don't know if we're still on the four million years old thing here. Yes. Um, but, yeah, this, he's actually playing an old character for once, but he does still sound fairly spry. He's got a very spry voice. Yeah, wait, uh... As, should as a... Up? As a as a deep, deep cut, the uh, the GameCube version of I think it was Bloody Roar 3, which was a fighting game in which people turned into furries great. Uh, and it the GameCube version had like an unreasonably solid voice cast, and he was like I think the end boss like a major boss character in that yeah. who was a young a very young man.
0: That's the one that's I don't like, know why uh, they
2: went. I don't know why they went so hard on casting. <laughs> the I can for the GameCube version of that is game. Is that but one that has good. like
0: an albino gorilla,
1: or is that Primal Rage? That's I probably think Primal it, Rage. Well, well, that definitely had an albino gorilla. Anyway. It, it
2: is Primal Rage. Yeah.
1: Is Bloody Roar the the Rise from Your Grave one?
2: No, that's all.
1: No. Uh, oh, what the fuck is that one?
2: See, that's the Altered thing, is it's so deep a cut. Because that
0: also has guys turning into animal people, right? Yeah. Though, right?
2: Like, I I was only even familiar with this series because there was just an arcade cabinet of the first game of it, like, in a place I used to hang out when I was 20. I think...
1: So? I think I, think I had the first one for Dreamcast? Oh, Rise from Your Grave is apparently from Altered Beast.
2: There may have been... But yeah, the the GameCube one just oh, I don't know why the voice you know, casting you know, went you know. so hard, but they really threw some money at the voice casting. Yeah, it's mm. like really obscure, but oh, it really. was amazing.
0: I, mean, I, I like uh, High Tide's design here. I, I mean, I, the, the big robot does look cool, uh, but I like his robot form, and uh, I like that he's got a, like a little anchor symbol on one r on one shoulder, like a tattoo.
1: Yeah, it, it's sort yeah. of a happy-looking anchor symbol. Like it, it's not quite a smiley face, but it's well, this is Rescue Bots. face-ish. And
0: also, he like his vehicle mode. It's a submarine, but it's like a future submarine. It looks like a it looks like a pretender vehicle mode. Yeah, like he sort of half
1: hovercraft, half
0: spaceship. Yeah, you know, he'd he'd fit right in with like fin back and splash down.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so uh, you know, he's being a real jerk, and he's about to give him a piece of his mind. But then, oh, hey, it's our other special guest, Optimus Prime. It's, a, it's, a, it's a Cullen Bell reunion.
2: Man, after bringing back Mark Hamill last episode, they must have had some voice money lying around. Yeah.
0: So, you know, we're back at the firehouse, and uh, yeah, Tide is like an old friend of Prime's, like their old comrades from back in the war. And he's here to make the team seaworthy.
1: And yet, as they point out, it's like we've done sea rescues like half a dozen times at least. Have, and high tide they're, is they're all, on yeah, an but island, done
2: and they're in—they're on the third season of something set on an island. They've—they've they've been doing sea things.
0: Yeah, but high tide is all. Yeah, but did you actually do any of them well? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> Rude. Uh, he he is—he's uh, is a real jerk, and it, its kind of—he's <laughs> kind of a contrast of like your sort of more warlike Autobots. And we we aren't really talking about that, because that's not how this show really is. But you can see him, you know, blowing away Decepticons or whatever.
1: Well, he's very much drill
0: sergeant. Right. More militaristic, sort of. Hmm.
1: Well, Navy is... Oh, I'm sorry.
2: It was specifically Bloody Roar Primal Fury.
1: Oh.
2: (laughs) Oh. Someone had the excellent voice acting...
0: And of course, Prime is all, well, you know, I, I kind of hope that High Tide will learn from the rescue bots as well, i.e. being less of a dick.
1: <laughs> yes, being less of a dick is like, Hopefully. there's less war right now unless Megatron is trying to destroy the Earth or Unicron shows up again or something. Oh, and I just remembered why I remember Bloody Roar as like, and probably uh-huh. more than most people. I bought a Japanese PlayStation 2 to play a Super Robot Wars game I had to import and I was at a convention that had cheap Japanese vi- games because you couldn't play the Japanese games on the U.S. PlayStation. So I picked up a handful, mm-hmm. including, I think, Bloody Roar 2. Mm-hmm. So that's why I remember Bloody Roar more than most people. It's like it, was a fun, it was a good fighting game.
2: That and, probably uh, did not have the extra solid voice casting, though. Maybe
1: not. I don't remember. I think there was like... There was a bat and other weird shit. It was just such an odd concept. Yes. Yeah, it was nice to have two forms of a character. It was fun.
0: And meanwhile, dinner is ready, which you can tell because the smoke alarm goes off.
1: <laughs> yes. Wait, oh, that's that's such an old sitcom joke. That's from Laverne and Shirley. Oh, absolutely.
2: <laughs> yes. I like, she's, they hear the smoke alarm, and she's like, oh, the meatloaf is done. And she's so cheerful about it.
0: Hmm. Ah, Shirley, your meatloaf's ready.
2: <laughs> womp, womp. Oh, Paul Eden was also in this game. And,
0: and of course, uh, Frankie is also there, and she's not thrilled that she's going to have to eat this meatloaf. <laughs> but anyway, so, you know, they're about to head off for training, and uh, Prime is all, well, you know, high tide, you should take a human along, and even though high tide does not think that humans are worth bothering with. Hmm. But he says, "Well, you which know, is,
2: yeah. Prime is uh, Optimus is going to have to set him straight on that. Why or, don't you just take you along
0: know. this little one?" Apology means Aw.
2: It's like great.
0: Fine. Yeah. So yeah, he heads out. We, uh, you know, there he's inspecting the troops. Blades, uh, as you can imagine, is not built for this kind of thing, and he ends up tripping over some oil drums.
2: No. Yeah. He's trying. But, uh, what
1: he did he gets spooked by drill sergeant yelling at him. Yes. But uh but luckily
0: there's somebody to clean up the docks and that is Servo, who uh as is noted in the episode, is half Schnauzer, half toolbox.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, he's a uh, he's a real dino mutt. <laughs> uh he is, he is high tide's robot dog, who is fantastic.
1: Adorable and highly marketable. Yes. Well, there's shockingly few uh, servo toys. Like, there's like one. What? That's ridiculous. Although well, that I know, well, I do remember that there are other dogs in the Rescue Bots line as toys. Well, yes, maybe but I think they, they
0: only just, made like the one servo. That's weird, which is shocking. I mean, he should become like a major part of the line. He's a robot dog.
2: Yeah, I mean, this whole episode is is this whole episode has some pretty buy me energy. Yes, I did, what... huh.
0: I mean, I mean, High Tide is extremely cool.
1: Ooh, he's five millimeter. Mm. He's compatible
2: with other things. <laughs> to the eBay! Put the blast effects on him.
0: So I mean, he's I just about think. to, like, dump this oil into the ocean, which, uh, as Chase notes, you cannot do.
2: <laughs> that is and against then, course, regulation, sir. Yes.
0: But then, of course, Chase has to be the one who has uh, has to swab the deck.
1: Oh, geez, good luck finding him on eBay. He's 35 bucks at least. Ugh. Nope.
2: As a brief eBay related aside, thanks to our uh, group friend Adam Paulus, I was able to find a fix it for a pretty good price. So, Ooh, the, once the we get back to Robots in Disguise, the good one. Oh, that is a good one. The Legends one. That is a nice one. Because the fix-it. person because the person selling it actually had it like the name of the other one.
1: So uh, I think he didn't
2: realize that he had the more desirable one. Uh, so it was like $20. Shit.
1: Mm. Oh, and th- th- there's a running gag. Well, a series of running gags that um, High Tide keeps calling Blades various insectile things like Skeeterbot, Bot. Yes. Balmung Bug or something like that.
0: I and mean, he clearly has a. But, uh, like, you know, as a boat guy, he doesn't like flying guys.
1: Yeah, he dislikes this lily livered locust.
0: Yes. It's, uh, you know, to it's
2: be like, fair. Blades is blades. So. Yeah. Yes.
1: Well, maybe, maybe it's an Air Force versus Army thing. Oh, that. Odd thing I. Well, because of a uh, Gundam podcast made me realize. Have you ever seen um, uh, RoboTech or, Um across toys, and they say "UN Spacey" on them? Oh,
2: yes, like Spacey! I love that.
1: Like Kevin Spacey? Yes, yes, Kevin Spacey. I think they finally figured out like why
2: Spacey is a thing. I thought it was just because they were trying to do it like Navy, but for space. Yes, that's exactly it, which I never put
1: oh. together. Like Army, Navy, <laughs> Spacey. <laughs> Like, it's such a simple, stupid thing that I never figured out. So it makes sense now When it actually came down to it.
2: They should have called it that instead of Space Force.
1: Yeah, I Yeah, Spacey. (laughs) It's dumb, but it doesn't make sense with Army and Navy. It just throws off with Coast Guard and Air Force.
2: Which is why I never
1: put it together. Oh, Spacey Navy. Yeah.
2: But yes, because that's the space military. So it says UN because, you know, it's the future. So it's the UN Spacey.
1: Yeah, because the the Gundam podcast was talking about, like, there'd been some people that worked on Macross who were on uh, one of the Gundam Ovas. And, like, before they figured out, oh, the the Federation is called the Federation, it's like, they're UN Spacey? Question mark, they had to decal They're They're Spacey? Yeah. Before they like, can No, that sounds silly
2: there. in English.
1: Yeah, it does, but it works anyway. Back to our robot show for kids.
0: Yeah, so so you know, blades can fly. Heatwave already turns into a boat and chases busy swab on the deck. But Boulder, you clearly are bad at swimming, <laughs> so we've clearly got to give you a thing. And it is a like a high tech transformer sized surfboard.
1: Yeah, it sort of collapses into a football that expands to a giant robot-sized surfboard.
0: I mean, it definitely has me definitely thinking of Definitely says
2: Boulder to me.
0: I'm, I'm definitely thinking of the Autobots surfing in uh, the Ultimate Doom. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yes.
0: Surf's
1: up and I'm talking up. Which, oh, that's like a third-party thing I don't think I've ever seen, like surfboards for transport. Especially, like, with recent stuff where they have, like, five-millimeter peg holes in their feet. Mm. That, that, that needs to be a thing. Hey, third-party people, get on... Various surfboards. surfboards.
2: Would they make them, like, Legends deluxe size, or would they make them masterpiece size for maximum cartoon accuracy?
0: Ooh, those are big surfboards.
2: Deluxe
1: size is most of the toys that have five millimeter holes in their feet, so Voyager size. And would they transform into a dude, a really skinny dude?
0: (laughs) So, so Boulder is pretty quickly hanging ten, but then ends up plunging into an underwa- underwater trench and has to be rescued. Huh. And womp, then womp. And then Blades has to try and rescue Servo, but even though Cody says, hey, maybe, you know, when you instruct Chase, or when you instruct Blades on how to do something, you kind of have to, like, use positive reinforcement instead of yelling hey, at him nice. and telling him that he sucks. <laughs> uh, but of course, High Tide does not listen, and the whole thing is just, is a disaster. Yes.
2: Mm. Oh, hey, buddy.
0: So, so meanwhile, Graham and, uh, and the family Green head out to the uh, the oil rig. It is in awful shape.
1: Uh, yes.
2: It does not seem like a safe thing to be standing it, on. No. Frankly, it seems I mean, like it, it should be haunted, or or there should be a monster
1: made of oil that has killed all the crew, or something.
0: And also, they like put the cap on the on the oil. That thing is just rusting apart.
2: Yeah, yeah. Whoever decommissioned this platform did not do a thorough job. No. Well, again, monster. There's a thing on the
1: four-ball board that will kill you. <laughs> or actually, I don't know if the oil those drillers have fourable boards because that's a land oil drig drilling thing. Anyway, go listen to the thing on the Forable Board on YouTube. It's a really old radio play. It's great for Halloween. Oh. Ooh. It's but possibly one of the best. It's December. Well, yes, but I forgot to mention it and it, it, it wouldn't have come up during, because it's a Forable Board. It's, it's a monster on an oil rig.
2: This well, sounds like a good thing literally. for me to listen to in the middle of the night when I'm driving home from work down a. Dark back road. Oh, it's through the woods. It's so
1: good. Like, I mean, there may be better, like, radio play thingies of horror stories, but this is like half an hour and it's so good. Go listen! If you can spell fourable board.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, anyway.
2: Sorry, too many cats.
0: (laughs) And another thing, I I will note that I, I like that high tide command servo with a bosun's whistle.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> Servo yes. does like all the work on on the the boat for him. Pretty much it's like get this, do that, screw this, unscrew that. Except mm. for the mopping, I, which I
2: can't do it. He's old. He
1: makes Chase do all the mopping. <laughs> yes.
2: Also, I feel like we have not properly conveyed High Tide's accent.
1: It well, it, it's Michael Bell.
0: I mean, it's doing Michael a, Bell, but he's also kind of doing like a like a salty seaman voice. A little bit.
2: He's absolutely doing, like, a Maine kind of accent.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I could see that.
2: I felt that he was doing a Maine accent. I figured we were going to have, it would be like any Stephen King adjacent episode we do, where we just end up with Rob doing a Maine accent through significant oh, yeah. portions of the now the,
0: the Now, the main thing that you should do, boys, you better stay away from that pet cemetery. No good. I guess it
2: might have been kind of a low key main accent. I, mean, I, I feel I, I, like he definitely was going for a main accent. It's
1: slightly off of his normal Duke voice, but well, it's he's not also by doing a, a bit. Lock. I think it's also a little
0: um, Robert Shaw in Jaws.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: And here, here's the swimming with bow legged women.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, so so yeah, the, the next day, you know, we're, we're drilling again and the blades is not there because he's busy rescuing a person
2: actually performing an actual rescue
0: yes and it, it is milo the guy who uh the, the the Aaron paul looking guy uh who was on yeah,
1: the the despite oh. me i d- not noticing him ever before he's been in two episodes in a row
0: oh he's been in all sorts i mean he's always turning up he has like a line every couple episodes but hey, uh, yeah, and then you know, Blades gets there, and then High Tide yells at him for not being there. But again, I'm a rescue bot. I was busy rescuing. <laughs> it's my job.
2: But he was not following orders.
0: Yes. So you know, Cody, you know, he sticks up for him, and you know, High Tide uh, quotes uh, Lou Grant here. You know, kid, you got gumption. I hate gumption. And he's just yelling at this small child.
2: Yeah, he's a jerk. So then, I died as a jerk, and I don't care for him.
0: Heatwave tells him where he can stick it, and he just gets kicked off the boat.
2: Fortunately, he can turn into a boat, and he doesn't just have to walk home on the bottom of the sea. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It would
1: have been funnier if Chase did it and had to walk home. But well, Chase wouldn't question authority, Chase
0: would never do it. Yeah. Unless he was really breaking some regulations.
1: Well, yes. If he had been spilling oil all the time. Oh, did did we mention that that High Tide keeps calling Optimus Prime Opie?
2: Yes. As in the
1: letters Uh, O and P, but it just made me think of, like, little Opie.
0: Yeah, Ron Howard.
1: Yeah.
2: You don't just get to have a cute nickname for Aligned Universe Optimus Prime.
0: That, That shows how far they go back.
2: He's a demigod. Yeah. It's
1: dumb but I really like the name OP. It's a name for Optimus.
0: Listen, I I I knew when he was a librarian or possibly a dock worker. I can't remember how it is in this continuity. <laughs>
1: uh oh, I, maybe one of the two. Maybe he, he was... worked at the
0: library docks. I don't know.
2: Oh, I forget if it comes up in work <laughs> Cybertron. Oh man. I want to work at the library docks.
0: Oh no, wait, he was a librarian because it 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 well, comes, comes up in, in uh Prime, yeah.
1: But I don't Hmm. Well, mm. Was that, that, it was probably originally intended, but I don't know if I don't think it came up until Prime. But it, it might have been in the giant mm. Bible of book or of oh, I'm sure it's or in the binder
0: of Revelation or whatever.
1: Ah, uh, but the, uh, which is the thing? It's such it sounded so great at the time, but so little of it came. Like, what was it? Like the third season of Prime, they were supposed to be fighting space pirates, but they, they changed their mind. Oh, here's one big dragon instead of Thundertron and his army of Star Seekers. Mm-hmm. I wanted pirates! Damn it! I should have mentioned this last episode, but I. Because Thundertron was a neat toy. He, he has a peg
2: a... leg!
0: He does have a peg leg.
2: I'm pretty sure I still have his toy around oh, here in oh, a it somewhere. somewhere. It's a
1: great toy, it's just I
2: don't. It's hard to
1: display him because he had nobody with Well, other than in odd fiction that. Oh, no, he was in the stupid novels that I He did. was in the novels. Yes.
2: Maybe I should make a ebook of those after yes, I'm finished transcribing Transformers Legends. I have
1: looked up for the prices on them, and it's way too much for a book that I probably will not enjoy that much. <laughs> but I would like to read at some point.
2: And it could so, be like the the. It can't be as bad as the first trilogy of novels they did, which well, were no. absolutely irredeemable.
1: Oh, no. Oh, now I have in the back of my head we could do a bonus podcast reading the books. Oh, no. oh man.
2: Oh. No. We could do a bonus podcast reading some stories from Transformers Legends as soon as I'm finished transcribing it. Yeah.
0: But we did read the one Beast Machines one ages ago.
2: Did we? Yes, for, like for ages. Yeah, ages,
0: ages, ages ago. It is? Because that's what by long, uh, Bob Scare. Long ago. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the Halloween Armada one. That one was fun. Right.
2: That's really cute. I went ahead and put that one out. You can find those at trickster.neocities.org. Mm. Uh, I I went ahead and put that one out as a standalone. Poorly, like it's not like fancy ebook formatting, but you can totally read it for Halloween that's an idea for again which it is not because it's now December that's an idea <laughs> for
1: 2023 maybe we'll read a little bit a month hmm. maybe. maybe all that's right, right. That's
0: so so you, so you know he heads back to to shore and he ta- tells Optimus that you know I kind of blew it but no 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 it's, it's totally fine you should just go back there because he hasn't finished learning from you yet so, well fine I guess
2: Ugh, I guess. Good deal with this asshole.
0: Anyway, meanwhile... He
2: wave absolutely sounds like a character who should be calling people assholes. <laughs>
0: yes. So, Doc Green, he's got, a, he's got a new cap for this oil uh, well. but And he's also found that this, it's totally unstable. They, there's no way they can drill there. And also, that thing's going to blow any moment. Which it does. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also there's much of exposed wiring, which is going to be important in a second when this erupts and catches fire. So now the ocean is on fire.
1: Oh no! i was stood by, by my own pitard.
2: Oh, fire. <laughs> That's not ideal. Oh yeah, because so, at the uh, beginning of the
1: episode, like, like uh, I think a T wave says, yeah, the, the ocean's nice, it never catches on fire, and now the ocean's on fire. Spoken like a man who's never been to Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> That's a river on fire. That's different. That I happens suppose. all
2: the time. That's normal. Or just
1: set an ocean on fire. <laughs> you
2: have to try well, you to... You it. I mean, it's not that hard. You just put some oil on top of well, it. yes, but it's, There you go.
0: So, you know, heat wave. you know, he, he goes underwater. He tries to just plug a giant rock into this, and it absolutely doesn't work.
1: Hmm.
0: So, uh, so instead, uh... You know, he uh, Heatwave goes in with Boulder and Chase to, to rescue the Greens, uh, whilst Blades keeps the uh, keeps the rig upright long enough that it doesn't crash and crush them.
1: It's always amazing, like how much weight Blades can lift.
0: Well, Cybertron.
1: Yes, but even still. And I'm trying and failing to figure out when the War for Cybertron games took place in the past.
2: Four, Four million, million years, years ago, or so. Probably. <laughs> they like throwing that number around.
0: Yeah. So the the rescue bots they all take the uh, this cap they they, they go underwater they, uh, they 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 place this thing on on the rig and then they have. Uh, high-tide step on it in his, like, super robot mode to <laughs> yes. to affix uh, it. Just so, stand
1: it. Stand so, on it. Well, he's so, kind of a headmaster for it. Like, his boat mode yeah. just sits up there as I a mean, he's,
0: he's kind of a headmaster. He's, it's kind of like a brute mode. Oh, yeah. Just really big brute mode. Mm-hmm. Or he, it's kind of like an Ultra Magnus Minimus Ambus thing.
2: Uh, I, I'm going to say more headmastery. mastery, yeah. Just because... He's, positioning like literally is its head.
0: Maybe this is the next Titan they should make.
1: Ooh. <laughs> I mean, well, no, weren't they teasing it's going to be something more G1? What what's even left to do?
2: I well, don't know. We need a new Metroplex. Thunderwing.
1: I would love Thunderwing. Just Thunderwing does not to be bad. That's too that big, big for Thunderwing.
2: <laughs> it's not that big.
1: No, but, well, you could do a combination of, like, regular Thunderwing from the G1 comics, and then giant fucking Thunderwing from. Was that Dreamwave or IDW?
0: That was was Stormbringer. Nobody likes Stormbringer.
1: I know, but nobody likes Stormbringer. That was the one that had
0: nothing but robots on Cybertron.
1: <laughs> well, that was also the Micromaster series. And nobody nobody it liked in. it either. I, mean, either. I know. That
2: was, well, it was bad.
1: But is the, <laughs> the shape of Thunderwing <laughs> in Stormbringer looks cool at least. I, it. I don't think he has mean. to be that big. No, he doesn't have to be that big. But we haven't gotten a big one. The last one we got is the Deluxe.
0: Yes. I mean, I would, I would like one that was there's an actual pretender.
1: I would like at least a Voyager. And plus, I can't think of it like anything. It's like, you're not going to do another Optimus. Why? Or a Megatron. You're not going to do a gun. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> well, what, is, what else is there? Oh. Thunderwing is at least something from the G1 comics people love
2: and want more
0: That's, of. This is why I don't work for Hasbro.
1: <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah.
2: It's like, I, I don't know what else. Like, I um, just going to keep crowdfunding victory toys except they're not because they said the next one is not going to be victory but
1: yeah they said the next one is a g1 anyway
2: victory is g1
1: well technically yes
2: oh
1: (laughs) i mean i but spiritually I, i want a giant fucking tidal wave but they keep putting that off
2: that would be amazing they should make a video game scale title,
1: <laughs> anyway, like a breaker ad, High tide, we're going for this great joy ride on our surfboard. yeah, so
0: we're so we're back at uh we're back at the base. High tide reluctantly has to agree that, okay, I guess you guys don't t- all totally suck, I guess <laughs> and maybe humans I was... might be okay, and maybe I was a total dick,
2: <laughs> just a little bit.
0: So, you know, because the uh, Green's floating lab was destroyed, you're going to have to stick around to replace it for a while. (laughs) Yeah. So, why don't you stick around? And also, uh, he says he's going to lend a servo to the team.
2: Hmm. You know, lend a servo. So,
0: now we have a robot dog.
2: Yay, robot dog. Time for pets. Which feels like a thing we
1: should have gotten previously. Like, Like, kid appeal toy doggy. Yeah. And he's yellow. He's the Bumblebee.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that is uh, that is the episode. It, you know, I enjoyed this one. We don't get a lot of new character introduction episodes on no. Rescue I mean, Bots. The, and
1: the last things we got, we, we wait, has Bumblebee shown up? Prime's been here yes. a couple yeah, of times.
0: Yeah, Pri- Prime was there from the beginning. Bumblebee shown up a couple of times. Hmm. And uh, although, believe it or not, stay tuned for two episodes from now.
1: Oh, Well, yeah, Mm because we had that one episode teased with the pod thingy, like we're going to get something else.
0: Yes, that is where that comes to fruition.
1: When this episode started, I was assuming that's where this was going. It's like, Ah, oh, a new guy woke up from a pod. Why does he have a giant boat? No. But it's no, it's somebody else. Mm -hmm. So that's finally coming back. But yeah, it's a good episode. New character introduction, who will... Hopefully, show up for more. More often, their their giant off road base truck will.
0: Oh yeah, from the
1: future,
2: <laughs> which has oh, shown man. up twice, I think.
0: A couple of times, yeah.
2: Another buy me episode.
0: Yes. So yeah, that uh, and you know I, I like that the new character is sort of antagonistic.
2: Yeah.
1: As the antagonistic are you're going to get on this show. Yes.
2: Yeah, it's it's rescue bots. You're not going to have, like, truly antagonistic characters. You're just going to have characters who are kind of mean and then learn a lesson that maybe you shouldn't be so mean.
0: Yes. All right. So, uh, I believe that now brings us to David's Tokusatsu Corner.
1: This week on 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, five man, shine a seed of life. Oh. Okay.
2: How many questions, it seems like it has lots of question marks after
1: it. One exclamation point after shine. No question marks. Oh, okay. There's, there's usually exclamation points. Sometimes more than one, if we're lucky. Yes. But this time <laughs> it's just lucky. one in the middle of a sentence. Um... Uh, <sighs> A prisoner of War Child from the planet Crystal sends an SOS telepathically to the Red Ranger in the middle of the night. Okay. (laughs) Everyone else is sleeping. This child does that. And and the other rangers, when they wake up, it's like, no, dude, that kind of sounds like a trap. This This is the shit that the villains from Zone would pull. And he's like, "Yeah, but it might be true." It turns out it is. And they're like, "No, nah, d- don't don't fall for it." Even though we're heroes and we should try to save people even if we know it is a trap as is the standard Zentai thing. They're just like, "Fuck, you woke us up in the middle of the night with the radio on picking up telepathic shit." Like, "No, go back to bed." <laughs> anyway, the, the child told him it's like, "I have I am the last survivor of the planet Crystal tomorrow in in the morning I'm going to try to teleport myself to X coordinates, be there to pick me up and Red, of course, goes out and the other ranger's like nah, but the bad guys are like wait, weren't we supposed to execute that child and then Billions, the fun guy who actually hasn't been doing much in the last few episodes is like, no, 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 no I overheard the child talking to the Red Ranger I so I didn't kill him this morning or her, I can't remember the gender I didn't kill him this morning because I'm going to set a trap for the Red Ranger. Because I'm evil.
2: And trap.
1: And he does. So it wasn't actually a trap. It's turned into a trap because billions, like, oh, no, I think. No, the Monster of the Week, um Okami Ryugen, who's a werewolf? It's it's wolf monster or whatever the fuck. He's a werewolf. Sure. Overheard because he has extra ears. Like, he has, like, six ears that all... Sort of rotate together, and he's got like scales on him over the fur that look like he might have more ears on his shoulders. Ew! Whatever, he's a hunter tracker thing, and he's the monster of the week. So, so Billy to set a trap for them, sends out the werewolf. It turns the werewolf out. The werewolf is mini disc compatible because they stick a disc in him with the the smell and the appearance of the the runaway crystal child. <laughs> Sure. Wow. I don't know why he has a mini disc drive. Why couldn't they just, like, here, smell this. No, they stick a disc in him. <laughs> Whatever. If
2: I had a disc drive, it would be a mini disc drive. It, it is an odd like, choice. in my head.
1: But it's in his chest. It, it's in his chest like that monster Frankenstein from Buffy season. Whatever the fuck one that one was.
0: That was, like, the first season. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, no, the no, Frankenstein. That was the
1: yeah, yeah, that was fourth, like fourth season? season the one, first something. one
0: when she's in college. Yeah, uh, Adam,
1: and she had the shitty boyfriend. I thought
0: he looked kind of cool.
1: <laughs> well, the
0: monster did, sort of. Yes,
1: because ah, he was built out of parts from various monsters. It was, it was a good idea. Yes. Anyway, where the fuck are we? Oh, my throat, way, I need to drink. Anyway, uh, he arrives at the thing. He get he gets the girl. And then the werewolf shows up and Billions is right behind. And there's a fight between the ranger and them and some goons. Uh, Billions versus Red is a pretty good fight. And and Billions gets the upper hand and manages to demorph Red. And then the the little crystal child comes over. No, don't hit him! Threatening Billions. It's like, please, don't. Just kill me instead. Or whatever. Billions backhands this child across a river. Oh, wow. is neat. And really we just see the, the, the slap and the crashing on the other side of the river. Not mm-hmm. the entire thing, but still cool. And and then the then the, ra- the other rangers arrive because, like, of course, they believe, Oh, yes, we believe you. You're going to try this anyway because you weren't there for lunch, so we have to go help you. And then there's uh, quotations of grunting and yelling that happen. Uh, the, the werewolf keeps chasing Red as he's running away with the, the little child. And there's sort of techno music accompanying the werewolf, like as techno as you're going to get in the 80s, or, no, that is 1990. It's just some
2: disco music.
1: No, not disco music. It's like 20 years later. Although, Japan did hang on to disco music a little longer than normal, but not into the 90s.
0: Disco isn't dead.
1: Disco is life. I love the, the, the little on screen for the hearing impaired things. Like, you get like spooky roaring or beeping intensifies. But my favorite one a close up of Billions with a smirk on his face, and the subtitle of the sound that should be happening is Smirking. He audibly <laughs> smirked.
2: It's not a sound. I
1: know, but I also- love it. Also,.
2: Why are they doing these subtitles as closed caption? That's a different kind of thing. I know, it
1: is a weird... No, maybe it's a new thing that, that was required because they got the license from Toei because it's not, like, direct through... Well, it was it through Saban before, but then Hasbro got the license and things changed, so they had to go directly to Toei to get the license from Japan. And However they're doing the subs, now we have, for the hearing impaired things in the regular subs but they amuse me like Billions smirking so leave them it it, it adds an extra chuckle to me anyway (laughs) Billions doesn't care about people who are prisoners of war and tries to kill the child or tries to, well he's going to kill the the child, but then the other rangers like show up to stop him while the red ranger's fighting the werewolf and the werewolf's biting red oh is he gonna turn into a werewolf next episode no it's just a werewolf shaped monster he's not going to be a were creature next episode at least I don't think so i didn't really i didn't pay attention to the preview of the next episode anyway the crystal child like grabs the werewolf so the red ranger can punch the werewolf and then in a cut, I think I might have missed, like, Chow, the Crystal Child Chow zoos itself to hurt the werewolf, and then is just gone. I guess they're Ooh. dead?
2: I think? Oops. Womp womp. Do people, I would say, the people act like he's dead, but they're definitely like times when characters die and nobody cares, as what? I recall from my friends discussing the uh, tw- 2007 Transformers movie well, <laughs> earlier today. It just, it just like, either I, I somehow oh, blinked wow. and missed it, because like, the the child was
1: glowing as if they were made of crystal, and, and a little crystal tear they had earlier, like the rangers are holding that in the end and looking up into the sky, missing this character, but I don't, I don't remember them blowing up or anything, it just sort of glowed and vanished.
2: They turn to crystal, so it's like the new Pokemon game.
1: Uh, yeah, kinda. Only when the crystal broke, there was no child there anymore. Anyway, the werewolf grows up, becomes part of the giant Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, and then there's a giant robot fight. The end.
2: They have a fight. Triangle wins. Yeah, Triangle Man.
1: Yes, it, 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 except for the confusing. But it's like I expected, like an explosion of the child. Like, you're you're glowing no. and crashing into a werewolf. Why is there no explosion? <laughs> Where's the earth-shattering kaboom? <laughs> but yeah, although I didn't expect the child to die. I'd, it's like the last survivor of their planet. It's like, you, w- w- the rangers were going to help you re- repopulate your planet when they're it's only you. I don't know how that works, but we'll, we'll rebuild your planet.
2: How are you? I was going to say. <laughs> they don't ex- how are they going to do that? Cloning,
1: I guess. The rangers have discovered cloning. Or something. I don't know. But it's like sure. one child, rebuild your planet. No more child. Maybe this crystal tear that you shed will repopulate your planet. Eh. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's a little weird, but more billions. Give me more billions. He hasn't been in a Billions of
2: the and billions.
1: Yeah. He's, he's oh, billions. <laughs> he's the cool bad guy. And that's it. And my throat is dead. Oh,
2: All right. that's sad.
0: Yeah, it's seasonal crap. All right, well, that does it for us for this week. We'll be back next week with uh, the return of, uh, and perhaps the final appearance of an old foe in The Last of Morocco.
2: Is it, though? Is it? Kind of. I mean, I guess we'll find out.
0: (laughs) Kind of. And also, uh, the first Transformers appearance from a member of the Earthspark cast.
2: Ooh. Ooh. That's Ah. exciting.
1: It's a good show. Oh, I, I need to watch more. Well, I think only one episode has aired in the two weeks since... Although one airs... Oh, no, actually, it's probably already aired today, so there's two episodes or something that I have to watch.
2: I watched it all.
1: <laughs> yes, Well, I'm watching Twice. broadcast.
2: <laughs> Second time was in the background while I was playing Pokemon.
0: Um, all right, but of course, until then, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we have a Patreon.
2: Yes, we are hosted on IaconUnderground.net, where we have a Patreon to help with hosting expenses. That is at Patreon.com slash IaconUnderground. And every month, Patreon listeners get a special episode where we talk about something fun and interesting. Uh, for this month, we have not decided what that's going to be yet, uh, but I am definitely going to have to do some research into 1980s cartoon holiday specials uh, to see if we can't come up with something seasonally fun to watch for December. So, stay tuned.
0: And of course, stay tuned, long-time listeners. As you recall, I tormented my co-host with a Christmas quiz last year, and I may have one in the works for this year.
2: Oh no. Oh no. Will it be about movies that have explosions this time? Because I, I only watch My movies with explosions. I to only try. watch movies <laughs> with explosions.
0: But until then, I'm Rob.
2: I'm Jen, and I've never sat through Titanic.
1: Oh jeez, I, I'm David, I've seen we're not, we're not going to do Titanic for Christmas it's too long
2: I'm just uh, saying, as far as movies that I have not watched, because they did not have sufficient explosions
0: I saw it in the theater I oh.
1: think I saw it in the theater? I'm sorry
2: Maybe <laughs>